coffin could ever hold him. No door could ever bar his way. He is back from the dead. Count Dracula is alive. Risen from the grave, Dracula, the most fearsome name in any language, the most feared being ever to haunt the living. Carlson, Hammer's new star discovery, Dracula's most beautiful victim. Dracula has risen from the grave. To resist him is useless. To rise against him is futile. To know him is eternal damnation. Dracula has risen from the grave. Welcome to Late Late Horror Show. What is going on? I am Dino. Ted Rico. Yes, what is going on, man? We uh, have, do you see it? Dracula has risen from the grave. Another hammer flick. Obviously. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Obviously what? he's risen from the grave. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about, yeah, from the water to the ice to the... Yeah, you know what? Let, anyways, let me say yeah, something. At least hammer say films something. Yeah, go ahead. used... A wide gamut of ways to destroy vampires in their You films. said gamut. What? Oh. They used a wide gamut. Water, yeah. crucifixes, sunlight. Right. Um, what's, the, what's the crown of thorns that Jesus yeah, had? They, yeah, yeah. They kill him with one, one of those in, in, in one of the movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, at least, at least they do stuff. You know, big windmill into a cross. I mean, Yeah, wasn't it ice? And what, what movie well, running was water, it? Clear water. Right, oh, okay, well, we'll talk because that actually ties which, into this. I mean, which movie. one was that? Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we are doing uh, a Hammer Horror here from 1968. Dracula has risen from the grave. Obviously. And uh, we um, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> last last movie he was in the grave, but you know, yeah, he's. Uh, but no, no, we um, I haven't, I haven't, believe it or not, because Ted's introduced me to Hammer Horrors uh, movies. Um, I haven't seen this one. I haven't seen Taste of Blood yet. And we may do that next week. So uh, Picks up right after this one. Yeah. That's what I like. Reminds but, me of the Universal movies. You know, pick right, up. right. There's always continuity in a lot of these movies. And there are some things that I really enjoyed in this movie. Okay, Like the, everything? Well, you just love it. Like you, you would I like. Do. I do. You know, do something. You know, you would make love to it. Really. If my dick was small enough to put it through the hole of the Blu-ray. But 
I'm I'm black and huge and <laughs> <laughs> black and huge. Raiders AK, what is up in the YouTube hey, chat? Sure. And ice cold beer or energy drink? That, what do you got? Tell, tell everybody what you're drinking Trooper, here. Trooper, Sun and Steel. All right, Bruce Dickinson and Robinson's Brewery, the oldest brewery in England. Yeah, have been working to bring a variety of beers and ales yeah. to to consumers. They, they I'm not they sponsored, have. but I should be. Yeah. And this we're one, sponsored by Yuhu, but go ahead. This one is cool because it's got it's infused with sake. Yes, it right. is. Right, so it's got a little bit of a different taste, a little sweet taste, aftertaste when after you've swallowed. Try, tried it last week. I bought it last week, and when you yeah. came over, I bought I bought a four pack of this a, and regular yeah. Trooper. Yeah, I was getting low on some supplies. Oh, I got to tell the story. There was this little old lady. Yeah, I mean you could tell she's an alcoholic. She right? lived she, in a shoe. She, she was buying oh. her big. 24-pack of MGD. That was probably for the night. The Horror Miser, Monty G, in YouTube chat. What's up? And guy came Thanks in to the liquor about. store. Yeah. And I got to throw him a shout-out because it's the best liquor store in this area. Max Beverage. Max is, okay. Um, they have everything. Yeah. And. Everything? More than. Hookers out front? Don't need them. Oh, don't okay. need them. Hookers are in the back. The, oh, okay. <laughs> they got rooms in the back. They don't need anything to entice you in because it's Max. Phil's creepy videos. What's up, man? And uh, he, he tells the guy behind the register, "There's this lady outside praying yeah. over her credit card." And she was out there praying that the credit card would work. And you did. You in. did tell me that last week when it we went were doing through. Dominoes. Bless yeah. her heart. Yeah, she was she out, cut in front of me. She was out there praying that her credit card would go through, so her liquor. Would would get, get her a case of MGD? For but yeah, life. but let's getting back to the movie. I mean, this is uh, this stars Christopher Lee as Dracula, mm -hmm. uh, Rupert Davies, uh, Veronica Carlson, Cartwright, Carlson. What is Carlson? Did you say Cartwright? <laughs> Cartwright. <laughs> Cartwright. <laughs> That's a Seinfeld reference. If you don't know, I was trying to throw you off. Cartwright. Cartwright. <laughs> Michael Christian. What is up, my friend? So Haven't seen you. As usual, make sure you hit the sub, the like, and all that good stuff. But um, anyways, yeah, uh, Veronica Carlson, and she is what? Who is she? She's a Whoa. she's a looker. She's a, a taker. She's a she's a midnight. She shaker. was a. Um, what? I couldn't have said it better myself. Okay. She she's a model turned hammer starlet. You know. Right. Her picture crossed the desk of the producers. They said we got to have her in a movie. And she was in this movie. She was in. We did Frankenstein Must Be Destroyed. I yes, think. she yes. was in that. Yes, she looked. She was in horror Frankenstein. Really good in there. Yeah, she was in not a Hammer movie, but she was in The Ghoul, which yes. has Peter Cushing. In. It's kind of a cool movie. Right. If it ever comes out on Blu-ray here, I'll, I'll probably pick it up. Right. Um, of course yeah. you will. Yep. Yeah. And you know she's actually been in a couple of Hammer documentaries, like you know the narrator and stuff. So she's still big in it. You know, has nothing but good things to say about Hammer and. I, th I think she's lovely. Okay, cool. So, so before oh, I and go also ahead, Barry and Andrews, Barry Andrews, yeah. my guy from um, Blood on Satan's Claw. Oh, that's right. He, and you couldn't remember where you saw him. Who before, plays huh? Paul? Yep. And he played Ralph in. And it's the Blood first on Satan's Claw. It's first, yes, on Blood on Satan's Claw, and mm -hmm. and this is the first topless scene that that Hammer's shown, you know, in one of their movies. I think so. With Paul, he's he's top. Well, do you Paul's topless? It? Paul's topless. <laughs> It comes running into the the bar, is it or the whatever? Saloon, the, no. Yeah, the saloon. I don't know. I like how they he sort of lives the, in a bakery slash saloon. <laughs> I like how they call the 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 person who uh, like is the bartender, the you know the person who's always giving the drinks out and stuff like that. Yeah, the landlord. <laughs> well, it's an Can inn. It's a bakery, it's and that's a, what they said at the time. It's, it's everything. A, speak to the. Landlord. It's a one stop shop, and um, um, this. This oh, was the... Okay, I'll let you... Oh, no. Michael Christian, he says, uh, Hi, guys. Love the channel. Greetings from Texas. Uh, nice. Christian Hanover says, Hobgoblins. Hell yeah, Hobgoblins. Not for Ted, but me. I mean, it was all right. Yeah, I mean, it, for Heartbreaker, a, yo, what's for up? For a do-it-yourselfer, you know. I guess hey, you can't no, complain. We're not talking Hobgoblins, but I, I love the cheesy... You can go back flex. and watch that one if you want. It, it's, not, <laughs> it's not a fantastic movie, by the way. Anyway, it's there forever. Stop throwing me off here. Um, so <laughs> This was the first of a few films yeah. that were distributed by Warner Brothers, so it had a little bit more money thrown into it. They actually did an advertising campaign, and this was one of the more... Um, profitable films for Hammer. <laughs> Whether you think it's one of the best or not doesn't matter. It's just it made a lot of money because it had advertising behind it. Right. You know, they got the big marquees with, and, and all that. And, you know, it had premieres and 
you know, whereas, you know, three or four short years later, yeah. you know, they'd be like double bills with some other movie or something like that. That's terrible. Distribution deals are drying up. Horror changed. And Horror course, changed, and Hammer didn't quite change with it. Of course, Christian Hanna in the YouTube chat says um, he's with Ted. Uh, again, I'm not what saying with me. I'm not saying Hobgoblins is is you know a masterpiece. I'm saying if you're drunk and you don't you know care what's going on, you want to laugh, you want to enjoy a, a movie. Hobgoblins is great, you know. So uh, there's it's, that. But anyway, I'll tell you what. Yeah. A lot of times we've done movies. Yes. Where I've watched it and go, man, it's. Eh. But then when we get together. And we do our commentary, do our show on it's it. It's fun. Then it's funny. Like, yeah. we don't watch them together. We watch them separate. We don't plan anything. We don't script anything. Right, right. And if we had watched it together, we'd probably be laughing our asses off. Oh, hell yeah. So, and we'd be like, this movie's great. But, <laughs> but Ted was looking that night and going, you know, the, I watch everything with the critical eye. And, you know, I'm always looking for a movie to add to my collection. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this, this ain't this going to One of them, no. I this mean, ain't this ain't. You no know me. Movie. I mean, when we get towards those 80 cheesy, 80s cheesy movies. We've I mean, done the cream of the cream. And it's, it's for fun. Oh, man, there's, there's, there's got to be more out there. There's just bottom barrel stuff There's some left. full moon stuff, man. That, oh, that full I've, moon. That's, that I've been looking. That's a separate barrel. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but, um, but anyways, uh, there's a lot of interesting things in, in, in this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. uh Especially with Christopher Lee and some of the effects. I mean, you know, this is the first uh, movie Christopher Lee actually has lines in. Uh, well, in he had the lines in, series. In, in the first Dracula, he did. Uh, second Dracula, Prince of Darkness. Prince yeah, of no Dark- lines. No lines in that. Right, right. Uh, so he did have some dialogue in this one. And you know what? He kind of... Uh, okay. But not much. He, he was, has to he, say very little to he, get his point across. Eric from the Death Twitch, what is up? I told you the Sun and Steel would bring him out. Eric Eric from the Death Twitch. um, Crack one, brother. Ted, he brought over a beer? And I said, I go, I go, I said, Eric will like it if he sees it, he'll like it. He cracked it open, I said, there's the drunken Terry. (laughs) But anyways, um, yeah, yeah, Uh, so thanks for checking out. Uh, Check out uh, Moonstalker, speaking of bad but funny horror. Uh, Yes, will do. Um... Yes, I have more fun with friends as Christian Hanna. So yeah, yeah, going back. Um, but yeah, no, no. There, there's um, uh, Christopher Lee's performance in this. Of course, he's a great actor. But I think he has l- less dialogue as the films go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just... I, I mean, he does speak, but it's the presence. He's it's not just... in the movie all that much. Same for the other Dracula films to come. In the movie, and I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I enjoyed this movie. His presence is felt throughout the movie, but it's very long and drawn out. There's for to me, it's you know, and a lot of Hammer movies are well. Ted always gets on me about this man. Some I never got that three hour epic Hammer movie I always wanted. Oh my god, three hours! Holy shit. 20 minutes into this, I was falling asleep. No, no, I, <laughs> I love the movie. But you know darn well what Hammer is known for. And, and it's, a, it's a different era. They're long. They're drawn out a bit. And this one was that way. It still was, was a great story. It is. It's a fantastic story. I wish there was more Christopher Lee. I tell you, a couple of things I did really... Didn't hate him. I did really love um, in this movie was every time they did show Christopher Lee, there was this really cool color grading mm-hmm. around him through, through the fact... It's a one-time know, it, experiment they did. Which really... Added uh, cool colors and an effect to the It was the, almost like a scenes. bloody amber that kind of encircles the, yeah, the, the, the frame. They were just filters. And, and I believe yeah. I believe whoever did that in this movie worked on a couple of other really interesting... He was dabbling a bit. Mm-hmm. And, and using these filters that he did, just just on the scenes with Christopher Lee... Um, yeah, it's like if, if was he's really coming cool. or if he's there. And there know. was a very cool... like. When when um uh when um who, who Maria uh mm-hmm. when she would open up her her windows in in the uh, outside area yeah. I'm bumbling I'm mumbling the rooftops uh, the rooftops a lot of rooftops very exhibitionist exhibitionary kind of st- what am I trying to say 
Um, um, kind of like a uh, like Doctor Caligari, where things are right. different angles and and things look off, but very cool effect and and, and really cool setup. Like like mm-hmm. the art and the gothic style that they had in this movie was the rooftops reminded me kind of of Mary Poppins in a way. You know, popping up from the chimneys and all that. If Mary Poppins had vampires, but, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. This one's got but, but a distinct that look really that the cool. others don't have. Yeah, I don't think yeah. any other film in in the Hammer horror films yeah. has a look quite like this. No, and it, it's I, I really enjoyed that the aesthetic of the films, the, that color grading, the mm-hmm. even a lot of the the little things that they do in the movie, and we'll get to them. Um, Especially when um, uh, Zena ends up, uh, I yeah, like yeah, you Zena. Know, uh, her her death is very prominent. I think uh, she, what happened? She was the hot in the movie. But but go ahead. So let's set up the story. Yeah, set, set up the this, story. Said why the beginning of this film, the absolute beginning of this film takes place during the period when Dracula, Prince of Darkness, was sort of going on. Mm-hmm. All right, because it's a it's a young boy going down that familiar. Wooded trail we've seen in a lot of Hammer movies because they own that property, right? Right. Studio, or and, it's uh, always th- that's the one. But thing they found lots of different ways to use it. Yeah. So you never actually. I mean, unless you watch a lot of Hammer movies in a row. Yeah. But I mean, these came out like two years apart. You never remembered that. So true. it always looked true. really authentic. Yeah. You know, but when I sit there and watch like three in a week, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> God's sake. That's the same scene. They, they <laughs> you know? didn't even trim that bush. Right. You know. And actually, fans will go out there now. Yeah. And um, I was watching some uh, documentary, the, the Hammer Warner years that came out from Diabolique magazine. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's like fans that, you know, there's that bush. Like when, when, when the young boy's riding his bike by and there's oh, a yeah. bush. There. Yeah, they found it. So, you know, it's like, you know, people do that. I guess. Chop, I chop him in the woodshed. I guess. And he, he, he's, That's blood of like, Satan's claw. You're right. He, he's uh, like an altar boy. Yeah. And he gets to the church. He's, you know, sweeping up. You gotta love him riding his bicycle all the, right. all the way to the church. And as soon as he hits the church, the bicycle Just stops. Wham on the step. Opens up the doors and runs to a broom, okay, and starts sweeping. And he sweeps the front of the area for like 20 seconds. Well, he did it the day before, so it was clean. And then drops it, and then goes over to ring the well, bell. Well, that's because he heard the other bell ringing. There was another bell. So maybe from, that's why he stopped so that, that, the clean. Right, that let him know, oh, it's time for me to ring the bell. Because I'm like, man, this dude's getting away with... I don't even know if I noticed that before. You can hear another bell faintly ringing. Yeah. And when he does that, blood Walking starts you dripping down the, the rope. Yeah. And when he goes up there, there's a there's a maiden that's been attacked by a vampire, obviously, up there. Oh, and she falls down through the bell. And it's, you know, you know when with will... With the hammer boobs, you, you know, know, and, and someone comes blood. in there to check her out, check yeah. check everything out. The boy's afraid. Never speaks another word in the movies. He's like deaf mute. Not deaf yeah, he, he he's be- mute. Yeah, he, he becomes a mute because of what he's seen. The fear. And really, it's just... The girl in the bell. I mean, I guess that I guess can, he just couldn't handle it. Man. I guess that his, can his do it to you. Yeah, you see a dead body. I mean, his you go fragile mute. eggshell mind. You go mute for life. I mean, and um, you know, someone's like, "Oh, when will his? E-, you know, how much longer must we endure his evil?" I really wanted him to kind of grow a lump on his back after this. Monster. <laughs> 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 become, <laughs> become the village idiot or something. I mean, well, I think he was the village idiot. Well, I mean, <laughs> after that he was, but. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's what you were, that's what you were looking for, right? Because when they do show him later, they put makeup on him for some reason. Yeah, he, he looks a little He's, paler. Yeah, to make him look paler, I guess. Maybe a little less healthy, not so much blood. Yeah, in the cheeks. I don't know. Drained what, of blood. Right. Scared the blood out of him. I don't know what that was about, but I went along with it as if he was a right. zombie or something. I don't. Know. Then we get the opening credits, and then the film starts back up, and then we're introduced to a character, the Monsignor. Um, making his rounds throughout the various parishes that inspect churches. Guy you would see at like the Salem witch trials, going around getting all the broads together to. Hang Hopefully him. not that bad, but you know it's reminiscent of. And um, but he thought he, everything. He, there's was, a voiceover of him, yeah. and he's saying how you know it was a year ago that that happened, and since then you know Dracula was you know destroyed, and we know that by the end of Dracula, Prince of Darkness, where the uh, ice opened up and yeah. he fell in. And got freezing. carried away in the freezing river. Yeah. And, of course, we know that cool, you know, running water will, you know, uh, 
Sub- stop du- a vampire, subdue right. a vampire at yeah. least until the running water stops. I guess, yeah. That's that's how it goes. Yeah. And um, so the whole village technically knows that he's you know he's been killed, mm-hmm. whatever you want, subdued, killed, whatever, uh, for the past year. Yeah. But because the the the, the townsfolk. Are, are scared still of anything having to do with shadow. Dracula because the shadow yes. of Dracula's castle... They should have got a shot of that. Is, yeah, that would have been cool. That but been cool the shadow of the castle... What do I keep seeing flickering around? Oh, no, there was lightning in the film. Oh, is that it? I'm yeah, like, what the bolt. heck's like? Okay. Yeah, um, Doctor Who special But the effects. shadow of the castle is, is it comes down onto the church. Touches the church. During the evening. Touches the church. And so they won't go in it. Yeah. So, they, yeah, so uh, you know, the priest who is kind of the second main character, whatever, one of the main characters, and has no name, just goes just by priest, priest. And he, you know, he, he says mass. He's got the altar boy. Says it to an empty church, and then goes to the tavern and has himself, a, you know, a schnapps or whatever. And when the monsignor sees him, and the in landlord's there, there. The landlord, and he says, "You're nothing but a drunkard," you know. Well, the, the, drink your booze, priest. <laughs> the monsignor comes in. Why aren't you saying mass? Why aren't you in your church? And he hears all this. Yeah. And when the priest is telling him about, you know, I'm afraid to go up there. Yeah. He's like, well, I'll, I'll go with you. He's like, you know, we're going to go up there together. And I, I love this scene that's going to come. So they're going to get up bright and early in the morning. And, uh, you know, the Monsignor, before the sun comes up, he's saying his prayers. And he takes the gold cross from the church. Yeah. And it's a it's such an iconic scene in a Hammer film. When they're Try climbing, to ca- when they're catch climbing, up with what, yeah. Climbing the mountain yeah. to get up to Dracula's castle. Yeah. There's a scene where the, the priest is just subdued with fear. He can't go on. So the Monsignor says, okay, well, wait and, for and, me and I'll go. And that that was, I understood that the priest, and, and Michael Christian in the YouTube chat says Dracula movies aren't good anymore. Am I wrong? Um, oh, Hammer made all the good ones. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of the classics. It's debatable. But anyways, when the well, priest... They always want to make him a... a, a a pitiable figure now. Oh, right. You know, he can't be like this anymore. He just can't be an out-and-out bad guy. Which, well, because... I mean, that's a different discussion. All right. But 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 I get you. We can do the inner but workings the of vampires. Where the Monsignor's climbing up the mountain, yes. and he's got the cross strapped to his back, and you can see the castle in the mist... That's but, Hammer. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. There's good, like I said. That That's, like, when I think Hammer, the, I, just, I love that scene. The, the scenes, the cinematography of the movie is is great. But what I th- thought, with the priest walking up with the Monsignor, uh, Monsignor's heavier, older. He's got the big cross on his back. He's, he's trudging along. But the priest acts like he's dying. He's afraid. It could be the fear holding him back, but... It is the fear holding. Okay, he's, so, he's so absolutely it's, a coward. It's the fi- he's a and coward even the Monsignor mentions to him, he's like, "I'm not unacquainted with evil." We got to think, you know, he's he's thrown down with the devil a time or two, right? All right, yeah. So he's gonna go up there. He take and I, again, I love that scene. It's such an iconic scene. It's you know, like Ingrid Pitt and vampire that was strolling through the the cemetery with the mist and the moon and the castle right. and the negligee. That's that's what Hammer's about, and that lightning and all that crazy wacky stuff yep. going on. And all that. I mean, I wish I just had like a still frame of that scene, you know, like like a you know nice picture to hang up. It's so cool. But the priest ends up falling down, like you may have just seen. Well, a couple things um, happen. Well, first the okay. Monsignor gets up there. Okay, yeah. Puts right. the cross, bars the, the bars castor. the door. Now, I think that I don't know if they think Dracula is in there, and they're trying to keep him from coming out. Um, or stop him from going, going in. in. I, I'm not 100 percent sure if they're aware what happened to him. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, because it. technically the Monsignor, I mean, he it, performs it, the rites of exorcism, which yeah. causes lightning, thunder, little tremors in the earth. That causes causes the, the town girls to, to go and pee. Yep, the town. And, uh, uh, they they didn't the, have carpet at the time, but they had um, lambs uh, carpets. Lamb wool. Lambs. Peed <laughs> on lamb wool. Yeah, you know. So they all stood like on shanties. and peed. You know. <laughs> So, yeah, the exorcist is said, and the exorcism is said. Right. And, uh, and that causes the, the tremors cause the priest to yeah. fall, cracks his head, yeah. and bam, right there in the river is some cracked ice, and there is Dracula right there. Who would have known a priest Leftover doing from an Prince exorcism would break open all the rocks and 
cause an earthquake and stuff. And but the yeah, blood from the priest. Priest drips into Christopher Dracula's Lee's mouth. mouth. Yeah, reawakening him. Dracula. And uh, they disappear. So the priest isn't so much becoming a vampire as just sort of like a Renfield type of, you know, never, never vamped, but just... Under the, the spell, under the, under will, the control. The power, control of, of uh, yeah. Like, like he doesn't want to do it, but he's, he's just deathly afraid, I think I would say. I think he's afraid not to do it. And I think picking him so as a character. So he goes off with Drac. Monsignor comes yeah. down. What the fuck? He's not here. Yeah, he must have walked off. He was He so goes back down to the saloon. So tired. Says, and, I yeah. did it. It's done. You guys should be fine. Yeah. And um, then there's a cool his, scene, oh, yeah. the the castle and the, and the cross blocking and Dracula. He's like, "Ah, oh, who has done this thing?" <laughs> you know. And when he finds out, it's Christopher the mon- Lee, yeah. the Monsignor. That's his biggest line, I think, in the movie. Right. Um, when he finds out it's the Monsignor, uh, the priest tells him it's the Monsignor. The the rest the of the film yeah. is pretty much Dracula trying to get revenge on the Monsignor for borrowing him from his crib. Right. You know, you, you screw his, up my crib, now I'm going to screw up your life. And his main mission, really, is is to get Mary, right? I mean... Well, they don't know about the... the, the um, Maria. Maria. They don't know about her yet. They're just after the Monsignor. So, that's what they go to first. I thought after he died, or whatever, in the, the last movie, uh, he, he, that was his goal to go after the uh, Maria. They don't know about her yet. Carried over from that. No, okay. They don't know about her yet. So, so because there's a, I'm there's not a the hammer expert. The, there's so. a point in this in the film where the priest overhears um, someone talking about the Monsignor's niece. And he says, niece? And that's where, you know, oh, okay, well. Yeah, but th- that's where where he's he's he wants to go after Maria, though, because yeah, of the connection. At first it was the Monsignor. Monsignor. But, and it's still the Monsignor, but hey, let's, uh, let's double the... Double our pleasure and, and get her Double to, our fun with uh, Double yeah. Mint Gum. Exactly. I mean, they, you know, nothing wrong with Rig- making a vampire bride. Wrigley's played a big part in um, the uh, the death scene at the end with Dracula, but we'll get to that. I'll be damned. Um, yeah, no, it, it happens. But but, uh, but yeah, so so the Monsignor goes back to his village. Yeah, it's a different town. Not, and that's you got to love that about Hammer movies too. There's they're, always they're, Carlsbad, Cannonsburg. They're, they're always all a, these towns that don't exist, and they're always like a few miles away. And like even in Dracula's Castle, it's just they, they what they say a day's march up the mountain. A day's march. It but was about a day's march. Was it? I don't know. It was dark when they got up there. It was like five minutes. In the movie, yeah. Oh, in, oh, that's <laughs> right. They probably skipped over a lot of the adventure. You know. Don't you love when the Monsignor gets home? It, this is his uh, oh, sister-in-law. I guess yeah. the brother has passed away. Yeah. The sister-in-law, those are the, her name's, uh, I can't remember her name. Sarah, I think, maybe? Um, I think so. Can't remember. Um, and uh, she's taking off his boots and, and <laughs> you know, pat-drying his ass. And, and, <laughs> and she goes, she goes, you know, I'm... Rubbing I'm... his inner thighs because <laughs> of the barnacles from, you know, riding a horse. Isn't, and... isn't she like... Uh, uh, you know, I'm almost like your wife, or something like that. She says, "Oh, I shouldn't joke with that." Yeah, joke. Yeah. Like, yeah, you pretty much are, except for you know, a blowjob once in a while. Well, I think he he alludes to something like that. You know, except for the conjugal. Like, uh, if only you, you know. were a boy. Oh, jeez. Oh my God. But anyways, um, I, I guess he's really you know close with Maria, and and you know. Right. Even that's though Maria daughter, looks like she's in her 20s, you know, and, and you know, he, he's still got control over her, you know. You be back by nine, yeah. you know. i got to mention but, a good scene because, yeah. you know, Dracula and the priest are coming to this town. And every time Dracula's at the head of, of the carriage, he's always whipping the shit out of these horses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these horses got to be, what the hell? We're going as fast as we can. <laughs> going Whipping her asses isn't going to help. I mean, he's... Well, I, th- I think this was the uh, the beginning of PETA formation too. <laughs> they saw that movie they, and they, like, oh no! They no. were after them over in um, on this hammer. No, thing. there's no way those were sound effects out there. You know, Chris Lee he was whipping the hell out of those <laughs> But they dig up a uh, he has the uh, priest dig up a grave because well, he needs a coffin. Well, when Christopher and Lee was cool young, body in there. Okay, sorry. There's a cool like desiccated corpse. Yes, in there. female body. Yeah, yeah, and he just kind of. Dumps it right D- out. Yeah, just dumps it right out. But I mean, that that was you know, yeah, pretty cool looking. But I mean, g- getting back to the horse thing though, um, when Christopher Lee was young, yeah, he uh, his mother kept him out in the like the stables area mm-hmm. where the horses were, and um, he was like two years old, I think, at the time. 
I mean, she left him out there at two years old. She would breastfeed him and put him in. He'd the, be picking up horse shit and no, put him in his well, mouth. Part of the problem oh, in the no. hay and everything else, and the horses would kick him, you know, and and kick his ass and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, so that's. I mean, he said he had a hatred kick, for kick horses. Kick his ass, nipples, and to this day, <laughs> even though he's passed away, <laughs> to this day, <laughs> even though he's passed away, he won't eat horse meat. But you know, I've only tried that once. It's, you, you tried it? Oh, it was delicious. Was it? Really? Yeah, I had it at Taco Bell's in the new grilled cheese burrito. Where'd you eat it? 80s horror fan. <laughs> hey! What's going on? Peter. Hell, hell. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, <laughs> you ate horse meat, huh? No, I didn't eat horse I've eaten... Deer s- meat? I've eaten deer. I've eaten squirrel. I've eaten buffalo. I've eaten rabbit. And I've we ate rat that one. I've had day. an ostrich burger. Didn't we? We uh, ate rats that one. Well, you know, just on the Oh, sh- there's Paul Topless. There we go. Now we yeah, talk. You know. Yeah, for all you ladies out there. <laughs> there are no ladies. Are, what? There's no ladies? There's no the ladies. In. Uh, anyways. Oh, man. Yeah, but um, but we're introduced <laughs> to Paul, who is, you know, he's the boyfriend of Maria. He's a and student. They want to he, get, he has he's, high aspirations. Um, I don't know if he wants to be a medical doctor, but he's certainly involved in studies. Yeah. Uh, he's a little esoteric. You know, he's a he's an atheist. You know, which was getting kind of popular at that time. And, yeah, you know, it was interesting that he, this, he, that, and the other. Yeah, he came out. I don't know if that happened in any prior Hammer films, but he comes out and says he's an atheist mm-hmm. uh, to the uh, Monsignor. Right, because uh, Maria's going to have a birthday party, yeah. and she's invited Paul. Yeah. So that's Fantastic. when we get introduced to Paul. He he works at the inn. He he's a baker, baker's right. assistant. Although while we, he's going to school, although we never see him bake, no, don't don't see his hands in the dough one time. No, he delivers a couple beers or drinks here and there, right. but that's about it. So it's an inn. Can I have a it's point? A, set. It's an inn. It's what? a it's a saloon and it's a bakery. It's a nice right? place. That's to, a, yes. So it's, it's it's the public house. There. It's a pretty cool place to hang oh, out. And there's Zena, uh, and she's she's uh, the the barmaid, Zena. Zena, uh, warrior princess. Later no, on, better she, than she becomes a. Yeah. I think she she she's one of the cutest hammer girls I've seen, man. Zena? I think she's kind of cute. You said the cutest. I said one of the cutest. Wow. Okay. Well, I don't hey. know. Well, to each their own. She got that little accent and whatever. She that. is I thought a, it was kind of cute. She is a redhead. Well, there's that too. There's just that particular shade. And she is very flirtatious in this saloon. She, she's, she's a loose loose. It's you know the way I like them typically. Ted can't get his eyes off of her. Right and um, see, I'm turning here to look at the TV <laughs> but, instead um, of where yeah, my eyes she, are supposed to be. She's very risque in the saloon, and and you know, well, you know, she's flirting with the guys because that's what you know, a barmaid's supposed to do. But I never see these English women or whatever they are get get any tips. Well, that's why she's being flirtatious. Here's so a she, plank. Yeah, you should figure with, with these college. They give these her, are all college boys. You think they give her bread coming. for tips? I don't know. Well, they probably throw bread down her shirt. Afterwards, she's probably got to go like this. <laughs> she got crumbs all crumbs down there. Like, oh, Jesus Whew. Christ. No, she does got uh, toxins and um, very cute. But, yeah, she's... She's uh, she's got a little thing for Paul, I think, where... Oh, yeah. I mean, she knows she'd never get him, but if he just say the word... You know, uh, she might turn her life around. And later on, he gets a little drunk, and she tries to, uh, tries. But she doesn't. But she doesn't, you know. You know? And, and Maria does so he's slip dressed, on in. He's but. dressed real nice. Yes. And he's going to be going to meet Maria's family. He's and going before he can Maria. leave, they, they talk him into playing this little bar game where you got the glass of beer up there, and you're holding it with a broom, and you're turning, and you're drinking, and you're singing some stupid song. And Why don't we ever play games like that? I don't know. Well, I mean, that, I wouldn't want to waste my. That looks pretty fun in a bar. I mean, you know, to, I mean, yeah, the the wooden broom is like holding a drink way up there as you're spinning and drinking. Yeah, you, you see us like at you know yeah. one of these on the state road crawl, one of those state road bars. All the guys just want to sit there and quietly <laughs> drink, and, and we're in there getting rowdy. <laughs> yeah, see that. <laughs> But that's the thing, you know what I mean? Having like, ten fights. Most of the bars are all, you, you know, son of a bitch. Bunch of depressed guys sitting in the corner. You're a son of a bitch. No, you're a, son, you're a smelly son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always love you're these. You're a stupid son of a bitch. Like, the, the, this is what you get. The saloons, you know, yeah. where you're supposed to have fun and be merry and sing songs. That's right. Like the hobbits. Yeah, I mean, they had hobbit hookers yeah. and, 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 you know... They had Hobbit barmaids. Did they have Hobbit hookers? 
please, oldest profession in in, in, yeah. in the world. Well, yeah, they had true. ore cookers. Yeah, massagers, <laughs> massagers, Hobbit massages. But yeah, yeah. For yeah. those that are so inclined, you know, some people like them little. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they have whole subcategories just for you. <laughs> but yeah, but he, uh, uh, Maria ends up coming in, boom, and beer spills all over. So he's got to go over her family's house, reeking of beer. Oh, how dare he! Yeah. Isn't that what like everybody in the town does? Is drink. I what guess except for the Monsignor. I mean, well, uh, even he nips a little bit, oh, I'm right. sure. Yeah, he's having it. Well, yeah, in most of these movies, they got like a little tin flask and they're sipping exactly. gin and juice, you know, like Snoop Dogg. Yep. Um, I think they even redubbed this with the Snoop Dogg theme. Not my version. In the director's cut. Ain't no director's. That director's been dead. <laughs> he's been dead? <laughs> no, I, I heard um, Freddie Francis came back from the dead. And, <laughs> and demanded... <laughs> Said, I want final cut on this picture. He said, now that I know there's new music, I want to put new music in here. <laughs> this picture needs to bounce. What the? It needs to bounce. But, yeah, I mean. <laughs> so, yeah, they're having dinner. And so far, you know, the Monsignor kind of likes him. He likes that, you know, Paul's honest and upfront about how he feels about things. Until he says he's an atheist. Until he mentions, what church do you go to? And you're like, oh, shit. And he has to say, I'm an atheist. And that that sets the priest off. And then he gets a little, well, I don't say he gets mouthy, but he says, you know, it's just being honest. You know, you told, you said you like that in a man. Yeah. And he's like, don't you be impertinent with me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and that causes a whole big row and he's got to leave. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't believe in the great big fire wizard in the sky. There must be something wrong with you. <laughs> well, you know, hey. Well. I take care of a bunch of people at work. That would tell you the exact same story with different names, but we lock them up. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they told you, oh, my That's mother true. was talking to this ghost, and this ghost said she was going to get pregnant by another ghost, and this child was going to be so powerful. You, if someone tells that on the street, you're locking them up. Were you told that by one of your patients? No, but what I'm, I'm saying oh, okay, is, okay, okay. if someone were to come you up to you on the street... And I told you this story, but had different names. You'd say they're crazy. Well, I mean, you know. So we can have all this. I got an open mind. Mass mental illness. I got, what? Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe. It's the 21st century, people. It's time. Yeah. It's time to move on. No, that's true. That's true. There is. Um, but yeah, getting to uh, moving. <laughs> that's my little spiel. Moving forward through this film. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we don't want to, you know, set on it all night long. Why? All night long. All night long, we won't sell this. Um, but, um, well, what happens? Where are we at? I don't know. It just uh, We can skip ahead towards things. We don't have to go we don't step have to by stampede step. stampede towards the clitoris. Yeah. I mean, just... <laughs> why don't you start the movie off with a nice kiss, boy? Okay. You know, knead the buttocks. Yeah. Strike the thigh. Exactly. You know, you don't have to just stampede. But yeah, so so what happens is Dracula ends up in this inn. I don't even think they say the name of the place. The town that, it is a name. I can't recall the name of it. Something Kenan Cuz there's two different in, Wait, no. Is this the this is the inn where the Monsignor is? There's the other inn. Well, the, the Monsignor's where home. the he has a home. And <laughs> in this He's at his home right now. Where right, but I'm saying, in the movie, there's two different saloons. Oh, oh, there's the inn where Dracula's castle is, and then there's right. the inn where... Um, Most of the action is taking works place. And, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what's going to happen is the uh, the priest is going to come looking for a... Well, actually, Xena's going to go home late after work first, because oh, yes. you know, Dracula's got to get a little drinky drink. Yes. And uh, she's going to be the first one, unfortunately. And it's actually a little bit of a terrifying scene there where she's being chased through the forest by the carriage yeah you know, you got, I'd, I'd be running wherever there's some thick foliage it's kind of funny right but it's kind of funny where it's it's the carriage is off to the side and mm. and he's just got his head down and starts chasing her and and i'm looking at the carriage turn and everything and i'm like going right. man that she should be out of there by now i know oh but you know what we're but, forgetting though paul comes back first does he? That whole scene comes first, forgive me. Where he's pissed off about what happened at Maria's. Oh. And he comes back, Zena, give me a schnapps. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. you don't drink. 
I do tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts drinking this shoe varnish. Oh. <laughs> he gets uh, right and toasted. And this is what you we were talking about where she's right. got to, she takes him up to his room. To unclothe him you know, and all get that. Get his shoes off, get him in there. And she does give him one little kiss. And she does. Like, I bet she don't kiss you like that, does she? <laughs> and, and, and meanwhile, Maria's climbing up the side of the Right. There's a lot of these little yeah. rooftop, like, evidently she can get to Paul's room strictly going by, like, rooftop ledges. Yeah, no. It's, it's actually kind of cool. Um, this whole because you don't actually see any city streets. I don't think really in, in this movie. It's all no. It's all rooftops. Yeah, to enter buildings different. and stuff like that. Yeah. I like. See, it's different. Other than her walking home, Zena walking home, and, and mm-hmm. you know that. But but yeah, no. Then Maria comes in and, and scoots her off. She, you know, Zena goes. Um, yeah, she's trying to get like get his pants. Yeah. She starts. Okay. Maria she's, goes. Get out. Zena. No. <laughs> She goes, oh, well, you know, trying to help. Just trying to help. Maria, what are you doing in my bedroom? (laughs) And so she's going to go home. And that's where she's going to get waylaid by Dracula. And, you know, it's it's always cool. I like how Christopher Lee, too. Gets her right under the spell. He's just got to look at you. And and and, and they show her, and and right away her things drop. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, exposing more of the area, you know. That's what Hammer's known for. You know, just, just that little bit. Maybe goes in for the. You, you know, know what? Maybe sucky, as a kid, sucky, sucky. You know, because I saw these as a kid. Did you? And maybe that's just what it was. You know, it's like mm. my first little. What it is? You know, little peek at Cleve or whatever. You know that my mom would let me get away with watching these movies. Right. Well, I don't think she really knew what the hell I was watching. It's like, okay, it's super host here. <laughs> Sit down and watch. Right. right. <laughs> and, and I did as I was told. <laughs> and you ended up loving these movies. So you know, and, and more and more. As the years have gone by, yeah. I, just, I just you poor soul. I do. I and I spend a lot of money on these movies. I yeah, we won't talk about. That. I buy every edition and yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, what we go to find out? Well, Zena's back at the the um, in the, right after the she next gets bit night. Well, I think even later that night she comes right back, right? Yeah, yeah. she's got just you know the scarf. Around she's down the in the to hide it. Paul finds her down in the basement, like in the, where is it, where the ovens are, I guess. Yeah, th- you know what, th- this inn is, has a very gigantic underground lair. Yes. They're, because maybe they're all interconnected or something. Because uh, Dracula is, that's where the <clears throat> priest brings his, because uh, the priest is lurking around the village too. Yep, we've seen him look in the windows. And um, <clears throat> he, he brings Dracula in his coffin to the basement, the deep, deep, basement of this inn right so saloon so we see um like the next morning paul wakes up here's xena she's acting a little funny you know saying she didn't go home last night she stayed there she slept there yeah um then there's going to be um a, the, the priest and i hope i'm not skipping i miss anything the yeah. priest is going to come in looking for a room and, right. and xena know you know, i mean they see each other right away i don't think they like each other but right. they, they know what's up and that's how the priest is going to sort of smuggle Dracula's coffin into the bowels of this place. The bowels. That's right. Because yeah. he's got to have some place to hide where he's out of sight. And uh, there's like a, there's the bakery room where they do all the, the, the ovens and everything. And then there's another room that goes down into like a cellar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it looks like a dungeon. And most of the time they just have a bunch of sacks of grain and stuff in front of it. So that's a good way to keep it hidden. Yeah, I guess like fruit cellars and stuff like, but more expansive. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's what they got down there. I guess. But um, yeah, no, he he's down there, and and uh, at this point, I think he's trying to get to the Monsignor and Maria. Yeah, they're gonna and, find out about this niece, and it's like, ooh, we could vamp her as a bride. Wouldn't yeah. that stick it to the Monsignor a little bit more? That's what Dracula's always trying to do. He's always trying to do shit like that. Got to get revenge against somebody or something like that. Well, I mean, Xena isn't going to continue to obey. Well, she's going to get pissed off so, once she knows that he wants right. Maria. Because he even tells her that later on. He's like, you know, the Monsignor's niece. Bring her to me. Right. What do you want her for? You got me. <laughs> you got me. Right. Suck me. And, you know, he, he kind of just drains her dry. You know what I want to take an opportunity to talk about here? Sure. I want to take an opportunity yeah. because 
some of you might drop out before the end. And if you are a Hammer fan, mm-hmm. I, I sent it to you the other day. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it yet. But not too many years ago, mm-hmm. um, in the archives of... Uh, there's a university, forgive me, I don't know the name of the university, but their uh, library inherited the, arc, the Hammer archives. Okay. And in there, they found an unused script that I believe Michael Carreras, who was one of the big producers, wrote. And he wrote many of the movies, too. Uh, sometimes under a pseudonym, I believe. And it was called The Unquenchable Thirst of Dracula. Mm. And this was going to be the next, after Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires, which took place in China, right. was the last of the Dracula films. didn't feature Christopher Lee. He bowed out. Um, but his actual Dracula character isn't in it that much, so it's not that big of a deal. And I think it's actually really cool. I don't know if you've ever gotten to see it, but it's a the mix. Movie? Yeah. Uh, did you ever no. see that one? But it's a mix of uh, Chinese vampire folktale and Shaw Brothers kung fu, and it's got Peter Cushing in it. All right? And, it, and it's pretty friggin' cool. And then the next one was going to take place in India. Which I thought, because hmm. I guess they had some kind of deal going on with an Indian company, and they thought this would have been a good idea. And this is about... Um, you must be kidding. And if you go on YouTube, you can listen to a the professionally done radio drama. Yeah. Uh, they actually produced a radio play of, uh, of this unfilmed script. Nathan. So it's sort of a, uh, you know, a, a, an unfilmed Hammer movie. Right. If you were so inclined, if you're a fan, and you want to go listen to that, it's about an hour and a half. It's a whole story. It's a really cool story. I think you'd like it. You, you don't even have to know anything about any other Hammer movie to right. enjoy it. Um, but just how it takes... Radio drama. It takes it into a different realm. You know, we had the Chinese one, and then it was going to take it into India, and I thought that would have been such a cool movie. Yeah, cool you idea. Know, it was, it was yeah. a really neat idea, and the, and the radio drama is actually very good. And where could they find this? Or that, you're not that's really right sure. here on the YouTube. You can... Oh, yeah, okay. You know, okay. I, I mean, you, you know, I ripped it from the internet and... Because it's all on there for free, but um, just while we had a little lull here, while you know some other actions going on, I wanted to direct your attention to that because you know it's pretty cool. You just lay there at night with the headphones, and it's got special oh, effects, sounds, yeah. and everything. And radio dramas are fantastic to listen to, man. Mm-hmm. And just to want to do a little shout out here, real quick, to uh, reviews from the beyond. Uh, had a little health thing uh, not too long ago. Hopefully, you don't mind me saying that you are healthy now. Uh, Excellent, but. Glad you're better, and uh, thank you for stopping by uh, the YouTube chat as usual. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, the radio dramas are fantastic, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, thank there's you even for one that. of uh, Blood on Satan's Claw that uh, that I picked up, and it's two and a half hours. So I mean, it actually you know adds an hour more of story in there, and I've got that too. Is that uh, just a professionally a, done radio drama? Yeah. Oh, I mean, and they've actually done a lot of those. I mean, that would be cool. Yeah, I, I can zip it to you. I have it. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, okay, yes. Yeah. So, um, but so, just so, just in case anybody drops out, if you're a fan, you know, there's like an extra movie you get. You know, right? That's right. that's kind of what I wanted to point out. Um, so where are we at in the movie then? Um, oh, we're kind of where we. Um, we're before, like, well, Xena's going to get bit for the first time, so we're actually oh, kind well, of ahead of the game well, here. Well, no, we could, we, <laughs> so, we could pop ahead. I mean, uh, Xena ends up... Uh, Don't you love Christopher Lee's red contacts in this film? Oh, very bloody looking. Yeah, those, those ones, I mean, I don't... Very, those had to be really uncomfortable. A little later in the movie, he it's, it's white. I, I wonder if it's just because they forgot to put the, the contacts I'm sure in. they were really uncomfortable. I, I could see him... Saying, a fit about it going, Fuck, I'm not putting this on. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know? later on, you, you get a close up. Because there's a few scenes where you get close ups of the eyes, you know, of Dracula. Mm-hmm. And um, most of the time, it's the blood red. Uh, but yeah, later yeah. later in the movie, it's just white because it's probably hurting his eyes, I would guess. But um, but yeah, uh, again, we mm. can let's jump ahead to where Xena ends up getting it and getting killed. And. Um, you know, she he, tried to bring Maria to Dracula. Didn't quite go very well. Yeah. Um, so she failed. She tried, but she failed. She failed. So um, she is completely drained. And when yeah, the, I, I, the priest I, I, comes down and sees the body, flips the body over, yeah. and you can tell she's she's a vampire. She hasn't awoken yet, but she's a vampire. And, and Dracula's laying in his coffin and goes, destroy her. 
Yeah, man. Christopher Lee is just evil in this. Um, But what I love about when she dies, well, she is the undead now. But uh, the priest takes her to destroy her to the the baker's oven. Yeah. I don't think that oven's getting that hot. Well, he, he... I mean, disposed how of her body. How hot has that got to be? I mean, you're baking bread. He disposed of her body in the oven and baked her away. So, so that's he he burned her. I guess. You know, and, and I guess fire is one way you can destroy a vampire in the yes, Hammer fire. universe. So, fire is um, one of the classical ways. Fire yeah, beheading the classical in the classical ways. But what I like is in Captain Chronos, Beethoven they'll tell you that vampire. different vampires can't be killed in the same ways. You know, what if you're a Jewish vampire? You know, cross ain't gonna do shit to you, huh? You know, interesting. If you're a Chinese vampire. Cross ain't gonna do it. That's actually in um, uh, Legend right. of the Seven Golden Vampires. Um, they have like this bat medallion, uh-huh. and that's like the source of their power. Yeah. You can only kill them if you take away the medallion first. Right. Then you can kill them. So little little differences, you know. And Hammer did those. You know, they did those where the you know I little thought vampires were real. Evidently. Uh, I don't know. You tell me. Okay. Well, anyways, um, yeah. So Zena's dead. You know, he doesn't care. He's gonna have to find another uh, woman uh, to be. He's his still gonna get her. He's concubine, her. and that's where he sets. He's his just gonna appear at the, Maria. Appears at at her door. You know. Yes. And um, you know she's gonna let him in. He's he's gonna her door or window. Oh, the window. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. the rooftop. You yeah, know. Lucy. Oh, wait, no, that's another movie. That's Branch. So it's it's like, uh, yeah, he appears at, you know, at her bedroom window, and, you know, he's he's going sucky-sucky. And uh, when... Yeah, doesn't he go, doesn't he go, Maria, Maria. come to me. Well, he sucks her blood. Uh And then, uh, you know, she's got some weakness. She's not feeling well. Yeah, she's Um, got kind of a cold. I think it's... uh, it's not quite COVID, but... I think it's SARS-105 could have been going on. The, the novel SARS virus. Yeah, yeah. The common cold. <laughs> the common cold. And, um, and he um, notices the neck. And he notices, okay, we, we're dealing with a vampire. So, Wish they would have had the vein like pop a little bit. I know. Pulsate. Did you just watch this today? <sighs> Finished it up today. Finished it up today. Yeah, it, it was so long and drowned out, it took me five well, days. Well, it's like an hour it's, and 20 it, minutes. It, it took me five days to watch it. it Sorry, took me five. Days I, I watched to watch them in ten-minute increments. <sighs> I'm joking. No. I'm joking. What am I gonna do with you? I'm joking. But no, yeah, yeah he. Um, I want to make sure I have my facts straight here. Oh yeah, you you miss right. some facts. Well, you never know. You but, never know. But but yeah, no, he's uh. So he he's he bites into Maria, right? Or no, no. He doesn't get her. Yes, he does. He does get yes, her. Yes, because he sees the marks on her neck, and that's oh, that's right. Vampire. And the Monsignor comes in and says, um, "Yes, he notices that." Uh, the other lady, who I, I mean, I still don't know her and name. He pursues him. Maybe it's Anna. Well, Anna's the uh, sister-in-law. Yeah, yeah. Um, that takes care of her. The the, the the Monsignor pursues him. The sweetheart across the uh, rooftops, Dracula. Yeah. And the priest is kind of waylaying him and takes, I don't know what he's got, a, maybe a tile from one of the roofs, those Spanish tiles, and just cracks him over the head with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I thought he was dead. Almost, practically. Um, the he, Monsignor he asks, almost got it. Yeah. He asks for, he summons Paul, because he knows Paul, because he loves Maria, will protect her. But unfortunately, he doesn't have faith. So he gives him, you know, these rituals, the you know, the books on how to defeat a vampire. But he, you know, he says to him, you know, you, you should have faith, but you know, you don't have this. Yeah. But you know, he gives his word. Um, he finally, you know, he remembers that the the priest is sleeping at the at the uh, inn. Yeah. He goes over there and gets him. Come on, you got to help me. We got to get the vampire. <laughs> Um, Ricky Aldridge in the YouTube chat, he says, uh, hey guys, I saw this in 1968 when I was 12 years old. Awesome. It scared the crap out of me and made me a Hammer fan for life. Awesome. You got to see this first run. Wow. Yeah, that is awesome. I wasn't, I wasn't born yet. I still had a few years in the oven. Yeah, Ricky. uh, Yeah, no. Hey, make sure you hit our subscribe button, man, because we, uh, 
Ted's a big Hammer fan. We've we've the done biggest. we've done plenty of Hammer films in mm-hmm. in the past. Some commentaries on them. So uh, check that out, man. Uh, awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome that you see. That, you know that have been yeah. so cool. Just I've never seen any of these in a theater. Yeah, well, none of them. So long, absolutely none of them. Long time ago. You know, not. I mean, they're not even the kind of things that like, uh, you know, art houses or whatever will run. You know, I mean, right, it'd be right. great. You know, sh- strike some new prints and, and have like a little festival or something like Hammer that. Hammer festival. You know, oh, oh can you imagine good. here in Cleveland if they had something like that? And everybody can dress in Renaissance, you know, costumes. Uh, wouldn't that be cool? Uh, you know, Dracula costumes. I think it would be fantastic. I, I would yeah. love to see some kind of bring back revival like a, of yeah. these films. I mean, they're all getting these beautiful special edition Blu-rays. Um, so there's some love for it. I mean, people are putting money into it and, and right. putting them out there. People are buying them. I mean, Scream Factory here in the States have already with, well, they just announced Brides of Dracula yesterday. Yeah. So that's like 32 or 33 titles, Hammer titles alone, uh, whether they be like, you know, psychological thrillers, horror, science fiction, whatever. But still 32, 33 Hammer films that they've put out alone. Yeah. So yeah. very cool, man. You know, this is the time if you're a fan. So, so uh, scoop them up. So, so where are we at here? We're, well, he we're... he sort of Paul sort of forces the priest to, you know, lead him to the vampire. And okay, we're in the bowels of the bakery here. The bakery, yeah, the and, bowels of the bakery. And they try to stake him. But here's the thing. This was a very is, cool scene. This is cool because, and this is a thing that I think is maybe done by Hammer first. Because Paul has no faith that staking this vampire is actually going to do anything, it doesn't work. Right. He and he takes, and it's a gigantic, like yep. four foot long. Wooden, yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. It's it like was. a small sapling. You know what I mean? He and it doesn't he, work. Yeah, it's just in there, and, and it doesn't. Because after they senior, do it, they're going to say a prayer. Right. My senior says, "Say it, say it." And, you know? and the, the priest can't say a prayer because he's all under the influence of Dracula. Yeah. And Paul doesn't believe, so they don't do it, yeah. and it doesn't work. Unbelievable. Yeah. So he removes the stake. Ends up, you know, kidnapping Maria and fleeing to his castle. Um, Paul is in pursuit. Right. Um, they they arrive at the castle. Isn't that in? Uh, that's a city in Beirut, right? What's that? Pursuit. Pursuit Beirut. Oh, they're in going to. I get you. I get you. Yeah, <laughs> go, on, go on. And the ending kind of comes abruptly. Um, they they arrive that means at very the castle. Fast. Um, Quickly, you know, he, he wants the. Uh, if you want a synonym, Dracula commands Maria, and oh, there are some cool scenes in between. You know, like, like Maria just like laying on top of his coffin. Oh yeah, you know, just like you know, like she's just under his spell. Very and seductive. That's yeah. just. There are some really cool stills that weren't in the films yeah. of things like that. Just really cool. Like there's one with Christopher Lee and like all the like some of the Hammer girls that were in other pictures. They're just all in the same dress and just like crouching around him. I mean, right. It's just awesome. Yes, yes, yes. That's you know, a classic picture. And to tell you um, the truth. they get, um, you know, they get to the castle. He commands Maria to remove the cross. She does throws it over the, the side right. and it, you know, bang, bang, bang in the mountain and lands right side up into the dirt at the bottom of the base of the mountain. And, and in comes Paul. Paul to save the heroine. He's here to save the motherfucking day. And this is, <laughs> and let me take over real quick here because that was the one thing about maybe Hammer films in general when it comes to the vampires. Like, like Christopher Lee's just, he's not very powerful. He's not strong at all. He may, he may live forever. Well, he, not not that either, really. I mean, you know, running water, you put him down. I, but anyway, I mean, Paul starts flicking him around, and, and, and they and, fight, and uh, yeah, and, and well, they both go over. Well, Paul gets caught on a branch. Dracula falls all the way down, and I'll let you because I know you loved that ending, right? You had to love. Oh, that. The, the one of the better part. I mean, I didn't understand. I mean, like I said, Paul knocking him over down. Onto the cross, come on! But let's just let's just forget about that, okay? Because it's an awesome scene. So, anyways, uh, Paul knocks him over. He falls down to it because when that cross does fly out, I don't know if you mm-hmm. mentioned it real quick, but it it falls down and plops yeah, in the ground. Right side up, yeah. Yeah, I, you probably said it. Yeah, it while I was um, not listening, 
Um, <laughs> and uh, so Dracula, Christopher Lee, f- impales himself on that cross. Through the heart. On Through the, the cross, heart. On the in cross. The yeah. How and bitching. Yes, yes. And um, it's just a very cool scene, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ending up with the death of... Because I think, does the sun come up or... or uh, no, he just turns to dust. Yeah, I mean, I guess just because it impaled him through the right. heart, he turned to, and turned to uh, dust. The cool thing is, you know, Taste the Blood of Dracula, the next film, will pick up like right there. You know, Dracula will be on the cross yeah. and some characters like in the background that we didn't know. Yeah. You know. But the funny thing with that, with Christopher Lee being impaled on that cross like that, uh, years later in The Lord of the Rings, a little, little kind of Throwback maybe to Hammer, you know, you being think? impaled with Ga- when Gandalf knocks him off the tower. Yeah. And the, he's impaled kind of the same kind of... I don't know. One, one no, of the changes they made to the to the story there, because... L- little thing... Saruman I, I, didn't die in the in the book. Right, right. <clears throat> but anyways, kind of a, you know... But yeah, ends very cool in, in that way that he impales and Christopher... One of the most on. bitching endings in, in a Hammer movie. And, and did we talk about, uh, you know, Christopher Lee really, I, I think most people know that. You know, he just wasn't into doing the Dracula films, but ended up doing it out of guilt, really. Because they said, you, you know, you're going to... Well, it's like they're not going to make the movie if you're not in it. You know? And you're not going to, you know, all, that's these, what it would get all these workers and these people who rely on the films. Well, what he they really wanted, them he wanted it, just a straight up adaptation. Ah, and he, he would get it later on, well, a be, an adaptation with J, uh, Jess Franco's Count Dracula, yeah. which I don't think is as as good. It's talky, but it, it, you know, he had more lines. That's probably why he liked it, because you know, and there's some things in it that are from the book that aren't in any of these films. And, yeah. Um, but I mean, he really didn't have to do much. I mean, I, I guess as an actor, you'd be like, you know, why am I even here? I'm just standing here, saying a couple of lines and. Going like this. Well, I but think it was really was just, just that presence, and that's yeah. just what fans wanted. I mean, that's what Warner Brothers wanted. Yeah. You know, they just, they would have been happy if they churned out a Dracula movie every year as long as they had Christopher Lee in it. Didn't even matter what it was about. Yeah. And I, I could see how he really wanted a little bit more involvement, though. I mean, it would, he, but he was, was also Christopher very busy. Lee. He was also very busy. He did lots of pictures. It wasn't like he was sitting around waiting for Hammer to call right, Pop. Right, right. You know, it's like, okay, I can squeeze this in or whatever. I mean, I, I, I still think he holds the record for maybe the most, you know, acting in the most films. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if there's another actor that. Really? Oh, I, I, if not, he's one of the top. I mean, how did I not know? At that? least a couple oh. hundred. I mean, always okay. worked. You know, wow. always did something. Very interesting. Um, so, you know, and by the time they got to that last one, the Golden Vampires, he's flat out refused. I'm not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> it would have been nice if he did it just to round out the series and he was in all of them. Yeah, yeah. But I can, I can get around it. You know, it's not that. Yeah, good. I understand. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I would have been more upset if they had replaced Peter Cushing. Yeah. As Van Helsing, it's like okay, nah, that nah, nah, Van Helsing can just be Peter Cushing. Right. You right. know. I mean, they tried to replace him with Ralph Bates in Horror of Frankenstein. Tried to kind of Hammer even tried to do like a little reboot, right? Because um, they, what they need to do is bring in some younger actors. Veronica uh, Carlson, Carlson was one of them. Yeah. Uh, Ralph Bates was kind of going to be like the new Peter Cushing. Mm. Um, you know, it just didn't work out that way. In but. the early seventies, horror changed. You know, as soon as you had The Exorcist, everything changed. Oh. Everything changed. And yeah, change, uh, the Exorcist as soon as changed you realized, the, the whole everything. mood of horror, everything. everything. Because you had a big budget yeah. horror film right. that was hardcore at the time. Yeah. And that people flocked to. And everything was compared to that. Yeah. You know, everything. Right. So, yeah, you're putting out this little gothic Frankenstein movie. Oh, yeah, whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, still some great movies to come from Hammer. But as we got out of the 60s into the 70s, uh, that was sort of the beginning of the end. Yeah, it started getting into a little bit more of like exploitation or a bit. Uh, yeah, they had more nudity they, they, and stuff you know, like that. Well, just like and in, Satanism and, and all well, that. Well, because of The Exorcist. All that interest in the occult that, you know, they did to the Devil of Daughter. And of course, they had done The Devil Rides Out yeah. way early, you know, earlier than that. So. Right, right. Uh, and that's one of the best ones, but you know they had to do those too. So. <laughs> but that pretty much brings us to the end yeah, of nice. one of them. If if you don't think it's one of the best ones, that's fine. You know, a lot of people don't put it in like the top two or anything. 
But it was one of the more profitable ones, and that was because of the relationship with Warner Brothers. Um, had some interesting posters, like uh, I think it looked like like Veronica Carlson, but she's got two band aid pink band aids on her neck. <laughs> and it's a black and white poster. I'd love yeah. to get it. And at the bottom, that's why I was joking at the beginning of the show. It said Dracula's risen from the grave, and then in parentheses, it would say obviously. I mean, they didn't have that kind of you know posters, specially right. made posters for their other films. So you know, Warner Brothers pumped a few bucks. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, that's why it made a little bit more money. No, yeah, no. Um, again, uh, it was an okay Hammer film for me. Um, uh, but, you know, I'm... It's usually considered top tier. But again, I'm not... Uh, you, you know, there, i got to be in a Hammer mood. and you're, you, you, I'm glad you introduced me I'm to Hammer films. I'm always in a Hammer mood. But I know you time. are. But, Anytime um, is Hammer time. you you gotta, you got to admit that Hammer is an acquired taste. Not for me. For, okay. Well, I can understand. But not for me. Okay, well, yeah, no. Because as long as you understand. From I mean, the yeah, first time I saw him, I loved him. Yeah. And there was that gap of time where, you know, I, I didn't even remember what these movies were called. I watched them as a kid. I had no idea what these were. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I got paid to get cable put in my bedroom because <laughs> I got tired of not being able to watch cable in my room. Yeah. I paid for it out of my job working at Snow White Donuts when I was, like, a teenager. Oh, God. <laughs> Snow White Donuts. Oh, they and had some of the, the nice... day old donuts. You get a dozen for a buck twenty. But Couldn't they would put them. they would put chocolate on the top of the balsam creams about like half an inch thick. I worked for one oh. hour a day after Man. school because I was I was under sixteen. One hour a day, seven days a week. I worked every day because wow. <laughs> I used to do three days. Another kid did four, but he quit, and I was like, "Well, I'll just take them all." Seven days. I worked every day. Seven hours. But for an hour. Right. It's like I got out of the house for an hour and swept, mopped, cleaned off some trays. Guess if you got done what you needed to do in an I hour, guess, that, was, you know, that was enough. And yeah. um, then, you know, like Sci-Fi Channel started running these. Yeah. And I remember they used to have Peter Cushing. I'd see his name in the TV guy. I'm like, maybe these are the movies. And just like with that damn Japanese Dracula movie I told you about, <laughs> Lake, of, Lake, of, Lake Dracula, of Dracula, which... Up until last year or whatever, when when they put out that box set yeah. with all three of them in it, I was like, that's the movie! Mm. I told you there was some Japanese vampire movie that was really cool, and yeah. I finally got to watch it, and I still love it. It's still fantastic. I Besides, you're on like... Amazon Prime if you want to watch it. But um, Oh, it is on Amazon Prime. Yeah, all three of those. Lake of Dracula, Evil of Dracula, and Vampire Doll. I believe they're all on Amazon uh -huh. Prime to watch. Cool. But, um, yeah, it was great to finally... And then once I knew the names of these movies again, I started looking and I had collected them on VHS and then DVD and Blu-ray and all that shit, so... Yeah, kept upgrading, kept upgrading. I'm done now. Should have kept the VHS, though. I would have taken those off your hands, no. but, you know... What are you going to do? It is what it is. Who knew? But, yeah, um, yeah, no, we're, we're so that's done. Now uh, the soundtracks are the big thing now, you know, if you can oh, pump yeah. down the soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, you guys, that was... Um, uh, Dracula has risen from the grave. Another, another ham and hammer <laughs> flick in the can, and I'm not sure what we're going to do next week. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Right. Um, but uh, you don't get to be a part of that. Appreciate everybody who showed up. It was last minute uh, going live, so uh, thank you guys for showing up. Appreciate it. A couple new names in the chat and YouTube. Um, if you want, if you'd like to listen to the show. Uh, at night, before you go to sleep, yeah. uh, check us out on iTunes, The Late Late Horror Show, um, anywhere uh, podcasts are. Um, and, and yeah, there you go. I will end it. And until next time, you guys, 